listening to Living with ADHD and CPTSD, available on Apple and wherever you get your podcasts. everyone and welcome to another episode of Living with ADHD and CPTSD. So today with our CPTSD episode, I'm going to talk about something slightly different. Um, I guess it's something I've been wanting to bring up uh, in a personal level because there's been a lot going on and with like for myself and also within my relationship. And I thought it would be important to discuss this just to give my audience um, a little more insight and some understanding and to see just the struggles of how trauma can really affect you and your reality when it comes to living your life in a relationship uh, among all different levels of it and stages. So I really thought it would be important to discuss this. Okay, so I recently have learned and I'm trying to understand and come to grips with the fact that my current reality in regards to whether I'm the adult or whether I am blended with my system or my parts is the case um, for the majority of the time while I'm obviously, you know, doing what I do, um, working, living, uh, having conversations, making dinner, you know, all the different things that you uh, on a typical day would do. And a lot of the times, the interesting thing is, is I... I don't always know to the exact, like, I don't know how you want to put it, like the exact point or moment, but I don't always realize that I'm not acting as the adult and I am having a great deal of difficulty realizing in the moment my true state of being. I think to myself in situations that I am the adult and that I am behaving in an adult manner with adult behaviors and maturity, etc., etc. But then when you actually are informed, like I, I get told constantly uh, especially if situations like a conversation is starting to get anxious or feeling a little strained or there's a lot of stress involved, I am being told that I am acting like a child. And it's, I guess you could say, a surprise to me because I honestly believe in the moment that I am acting as the adult, I am in full control, 
and I see reality as it actually is. But then when I sit back and I think about it and you kind of reflect on everything in the moment and you try to see all the different angles, then I realize that I'm actually not really as being as much as the adult as I thought I was. The reality is, is that I'm often blended with my parts and they're so blended and they're, you know, it's so well mixed together that I really do think the reality is that I am the adult, but my parts are very convincing and it's so interconnected and so, so like similar that the honest reality is that a lot of the time during the day, um, well, how do I put this? A lot of the times, I wouldn't say the whole entire day, of course, because that's just, that's not real. That's not actual truth. But in certain situations, when I am interacting with my partner, my girlfriend, especially if the situation that is occurring between the two of us is at any point stressful or anxious or tense, that my parts are online and they either are attempting to like take over and be in control or they all already are in control. And the transition is so sneaky or so delicate that I, as the adult, am not realizing in the moment that it occurs that this is what's happened. And the sad truth about it, unfortunately, is that it's getting in the way of many, many different situations and things that have a great importance not just to myself, but to this relationship as, as, a, as a couple. Because the behaviors that are being presented and acted out when I do take a, like a seat and I sit back and I think about it and I observe or I reflect on what has happened, I soon understand and realize that it's not as simple and it's not as straightforward as I thought. There are, there, there have been times and especially recently where I've been blended with my system uh, or blended with my child parts and meaning that I'm triggered or I'm experiencing a CPTSD moment and the great struggle that I still have a lot of the times is recognizing that that's what's occurring and that I am blended with my system because there are certain behaviors and certain actions or certain words that are being said or expressed that 
unfortunately, I'm not noticing in the moment that that is coming from a part or number of child parts that have become blended with the adult and have taken over the conversation. Their behaviors, physical actions, mental actions, verbal words, um, tone in the in like my voice, uh, the volume, the responses, the words that are being used in the response are all signs of being blended with my system or with my parts. And the great struggle is noticing as the adult, not just noticing when it's happening, when it's there and when it's act in in real time action. It's being able to notice it before it starts, like noticing while I'm still the adult that something is happening, something is changing physically, mentally within me, whether it's I'm becoming anxious, uh, I'm becoming distressed, I'm getting scared, I'm getting angry, I'm freaking out, um, you know, worrying about something, uh, dissociating, avoiding doing something, you know, like instead of having the ability and the strength or courage to walk into the next room and discuss the difficult situation or the conflict with my girlfriend, I am hesitating and I feel a lot of anxious feelings and like I'm scared to go into the room and bring it up. And I would like my parts are confronting and are pushing back saying like, no, I, this is not a good idea. I don't think you should do this. You're not going to be successful. You're going to struggle. You're going to fail. And it's just going to make things worse. And they're convincingly saying this to the adult. And unfortunately, the adult, like I'm getting blended with them and I'm believing them. And it's preventing me from doing the right thing. And when I say the right thing, there's a number of situations or things that are that are occurring or that excuse me that could occur that is not is that it's not happening or is being refused by the child parts and that's something like going into the room and uh, apologizing for the behavior showing her the proper empathy and tone and understanding just exactly what is happening and what's what it's doing to her, how it's affecting this relationship, like going in and apologizing and accepting ownership of the fact that, yeah, I, I am triggered and I'm blended with my parts and I'm not acting like the adult. All these things that an adult who doesn't have trauma or CPTSD afflicting them on a constant basis would be capable of doing. They would realize that they've hurt their partner, that they need to go and apologize to her. Or if you're talking in a grant, like overall to him or her, uh, having the ability to see right from wrong and under and realize that your actions have hurt someone that you deeply care about. 
and being able to go to them and see that the right thing to do in the moment immediately is to say, I'm sorry for my behavior. I realized what I did was wrong. It was hurtful. It was mean. It was inconsiderate, uh, inappropriate. I didn't know that, you know, like you get, sometimes people get upset, right? Like we, we feel that someone says something that is hurtful or untrue or is in the heat of the moment, they're angry, and so they speak out, and they don't necessarily realize right then and there in the heat of the battle that they've said something that's hurtful. Some people are really good at noticing ahead of time and being a a very considerate and caring partner And then unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that don't necessarily have that ability or they feel too, they're too afraid to stand and do the right thing and realize that their actions were hurtful or inconsiderate or rude. And a lot of times there's so many different reasons, you know, like, I I realize I say there are so many, but for the majority of people who do these kind of things, they have experienced in one form or another in their past, whether it was recent or in their childhood, they have experienced a great deal of abuse, whether it's mental abuse uh, whether it was neglect, whether it was like someone constantly lying to them or tricking them or stealing, you know, like there's, you know, I'm sure you could, you can come up with a, a number of different things and scenarios that either have occurred to you directly, or maybe even you've done to someone when you've been triggered and you're experiencing a flashback, There's there are things that people who, due to their trauma and their childhood experiences, have a great deal of difficulty doing without having to really think about it or to ponder the consequences because they realize that the right thing to do, right, right, th- sorry, right there and then, and not hesitate is to go to their their partner that they care a great deal about and make things right you know like apologizing showing them uh concern and consider like being considerate and showing them a great deal of empathy and and showing that you understand your actions were inappropriate and hurtful and trying to make it up to them you know like it's it's easy for someone who who or I should say easier for someone who hasn't had to deal with trauma and doesn't deal with uh, flashbacks and have experienced their own abuse in the past because they have child parts that are becoming triggered and are blending with the adult and are trying to protect that adult. You know, they, 
they've seen these kind of actions before in their past, which is more often than not what has caused your child parts to come into the world and to, to protect you. This is what they're about, right? And so at the same time, they're trying to protect you. They, they believe in that exact moment that it is dangerous or not wise for you to go to that person and say to them, I am so sorry. I hurt you. I realized that what I said was disrespectful and I, I was angry. There was, you know, something I, I heard was, was, was hurtful to me and I've had a bad day. I've been feeling stressed and I've had some anxious moments and unfortunately I regret doing it and I wish I could take it back or stop it before it happened. And I'm really sorry. So it's easy for someone who has not experienced trauma or on the other hand has healed from their their CPTSD and is capable of being the adult when it is required. And so it, they find it so much easier to be able to to do the right thing and and make amends with their partner without really having to think about it or having to worry about consequences that in reality are not going to occur. It's something that I have often struggled with because I don't really know to what degree this has affected me. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Like I have, I know that in my past, I have had a lot of times where when something bad happens or something difficult occurs, that doing the right thing has not necessarily been easy. I would often be afraid and I would not be capable of going to the person and saying, I am sorry. I did the wrong, I did something wrong. I realized that it was hurtful and I am really sorry. I will not do that again. I get to this, I get to a point where I'm thinking about it and I actually might even initially you know, convince myself that I'm going to go and apologize. But then my parts get triggered and they start to think, this is bad. This is not a good idea. You should not go and do this because you're going to get hurt. They're going to get angry at you. They're going to say something mean or they're going to say something hurtful and they're going to hurt you. And it's not safe. It's not good. You shouldn't do this. And a lot of the times they are very convincing they they are smart enough and strong enough to be able to tell me and and convince me not to go and do it so what ends up happening is i stay in the room and do nothing and the whole time i am basically triggered like the level of how much i'm triggered doesn't always is not always the at, at the highest level it gets pretty low at times, you know, like at a minimal level of, of triggered uh, sensation and feeling, but it's still enough 
to hold me back. And unfortunately, I have, and and the, the irony of it all, which is really scary and really sad, is that despite the intentions of my parts, they're actually making things worse because they hurt that person even more now. And I've had my partner come to me and get upset because I haven't at any point, at no point in the day, have I had the ability to come and whether it was via message on my phone or go in person to her room or to wherever she happens to be and say to her, I'm really sorry that I hurt you. I realize that what I said was wrong and was inappropriate and the actions that I did was is not acceptable and I am very sorry. I haven't had I haven't done that. Or sorry, I have excuse me. I have at times not been able to do any sort of active action to say to her or apologize to her or explain what happened. And then she ends up getting further upset with me. And the whole the, the whole point of the reason that I, I didn't go is because I was blended with my system. And then I, unfortunately, I hurt her because my system said it's dangerous to go and talk to her. But they didn't realize and they weren't aware that the actions that they were trying to get me to avoid were actually making things worse. Um, yeah, it's, you, you don't realize that's the problem with when you're still deep in the process of, of trying to heal with your parts is you're not aware at times that the actions that your that your parts are trying to convince you to do. And if they do convince you, of course, is they don't realize that their actions that they're they're getting you to do are potentially even more de- more harmful and hurtful than what you should have done. Like the fact that I should have gone and apologized to her and made things right would have been much better for this relationship and for me personally than avoiding avoiding it entirely. Like getting, you know, ignoring her and not speaking a single word to her and then deciding I'm going to go out and take a walk and and disappear for a while and not say anything or do anything for her is is the exact wrong thing to do because you're first off, you're letting your child parts win and you're letting them be in control which is not what you want to do you you in in all honesty you don't want to let your child parts be in control you don't want them to be the ones that are making decisions for the adult and deciding you know like saying okay this is what we're going to do this is what we're not going to do letting them behave in in a inappropriate manner or doing behaviors that are clearly wrong is not what you are wanting 
you're wanting to be in charge as as the adult you are wanting to be in control having your parts trusting you so that you are always able to do the right thing when it needs to be done now obviously it's not a perfect world even an adult who has a great deal of healing uh being you know or has accomplished a great deal of healing and you are really in control and you have your system trusting you a great deal there's still going to be possible moments where it's just going to be so strong that they're going to take over it may not happen very often for someone who has a has had a lot of healing occur but it's still possible but if the adult has done a lot of work and they've healed a great deal from their trauma there is a real good chance still that they're going to recognize that they have had a trigger and they're going to there's a really really good chance that they're going to be able to avoid being blended with their system and can avoid doing or saying the inappropriate thing that is more dangerous and harmful to their relationship than what good it will do and that is the key for myself and for anyone else out there who of course is dealing with cptsd and having their child parts constantly taking over for them the the ultimate goal for anybody who is doing a lot of trauma work and healing and processing with their system is to be able to recognize exactly right then and there that you have a part that's triggered you're experiencing a flashback you're feeling this scared nervous feeling you're feeling anxious and something's not right and you need to and the ability to recognize it immediately to step away and do the right thing and as the adult to say to your partner i'm feeling triggered i need to step away i need to take care of this i'm not capable right now of having a conversation with you as the adult and i need to go and take care of this so i apologize that i'm not able to have a conversation with you currently but the moment that i am able to recover and i can be the adult i will come and find you and then we can we can talk that's the ultimate goal here is to be capable of not allowing your child parts to take over and to be the one in control and having the conversation with your partner that is my ultimate goal here and i have had such a great deal of struggle with this uh, trying to achieve this goal that i have never i haven't to some degree fully understood just how much harm i've caused because i haven't seen like a lot of times i end up being blended with my parts when there's any kind of an anxious stressful conversation going on or when it's a situation that is that is bad and my child parts see it as a dangerous thing that's occurring or a dangerous point and so their instinct of course is to take over and protect me as the person as myself 
And of course, as I've explained in past episodes, they do not realize that this is out of time and out of place. They think that this that the person that they're trying to protect is the age of the part when they were when that part was born. So I have, like I said, I've often had a child part come online who believes that I am a six year old who's in danger um, facing uh, a threat from my my parents or you know a physical danger and they th- they think oh shit I need to take over I need to protect this this part this sort I need to protect this child because he's in danger and if I don't there's going to be a great deal of harm and damage done so they step in but they don't realize that it's not a child anymore they think that this is a child who's a six-year-old who's in danger. They think it's 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 1984, right? Instead of 2022, they don't realize that this person that they're trying to protect is a 20 is a 44-year-old man who's independent, uh, grown up, living with his partner, um, has a, a great job, has all these wonderful things going for him. That that part doesn't realize this is this is what's the reality of of the present day. So they take over with the best intentions to protect, but they don't know they don't they don't have a clue that the person in reality is forty four years old like that I'm forty four. They and and I know I'll repeat this. They think I'm I'm a six year old child. So they're they're trying to stand up for the child and protect him. As the adult, I need to do the work. I need to. I need to step back. I need to, to first off, of course, recognize that the trigger has occurred, and then I need to go away and 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 have a conversation and update this part. I need to. I need to sit there and and feel the part's fear. You know, like process do the four step process with this part, and then I need to show him, and and gain his trust and update this part, saying, "Hey, look." Yeah, I get that you're trying to protect me, and I really, really thank you for the effort and all that time you put into protecting me. But here's the reality: I'm actually a 44-year-old man. I don't live with my parents anymore. I'm not six anymore. I'm not in danger. I'm okay. Your whole goal is to per- is to update that part, and so that the next time, hopefully, that this this situation occurs again that you'll be able to to notice in the moment in real time that you're not six years old and then to to so your parts can see right then and there that okay hey look yeah this he's he's in a potentially dangerous situation but he's he's a grown man he's 44 years old he's more than capable of handling this on his own in an adult way in a mature adult like fashion we don't need to take care of it we don't need to step in we can let him do it himself that's what we're looking for that's what i'm trying to reach that's what i want i want that ability to to have my child parts not want to take over to trust the adult so that the adult can do the right thing and be the one in control when another stressful situation occurs that's what he wants that's what i am looking for i need that and I do realize that it 
takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort and it's a very difficult process like i've i've never like i've said in the, at the beginning i never fully understood just how much this is like difficult this is or difficulty levels it's not as it's not an easy thing to do it's not simple and i was for the longest time fooling myself i was i always thought that this could be a simple thing i even would like ridiculously say to myself yeah i it, i'm gonna the next time i'm gonna be okay i'm i'm not gonna let this occur i'm not gonna let the child parts take over and the irony and the and the and the the, the whole ridiculousness of this is they would take over and I'd become blended before I even realized that there was something happening. So how can you possibly, as the adult, if you haven't healed from your trauma, have any chance in being in control in a situation like this if you can't recognize it before your child parts do? Your child parts are taking over and the adult doesn't even have a clue that it's happening. So how are you able to do it if your child parts are already triggered and are already taking over before you're even aware? It's, it's like physically impossible. It's like if you can't recognize it before your child parts, it's not going to happen. You can't possibly be capable of preventing your child parts from getting triggered and taking over if you're not able to see the danger before they are. And that's what a lot of us who are in the early stages of healing from our CPTSD are struggling with. And a lot of us aren't even aware of the reality of this is we think what that we think that we can take care of it or we can do this but reality says otherwise. And, and in owning the fact that this is the reality and that, yeah, I'm, I'm likely going to get triggered and it's likely going to be the parts taking over and acting out before the adult is even realizing what's going on. The work involved is clearly not going to be easy. It's going to take a lot of steps. It's going to take a lot of repetitive uh, action and practicing and obviously a lot of work with your therapist in order for you to get anywhere in order to make make any kind of progress and really really begin that healing so that someday in the future you will be able to know that you're getting that you're in a dangerous situation but as the adult you can you're going to be okay and you're not going to have your child parts get triggered and take over anymore. That is what everyone's working towards. And the only way you're going to get there is by, you know, not like stop kidding yourself. Stop, stop pretending, stop thinking that what you're, what you say you're going to do is what's going to happen. Saying to yourself, or saying to your partner the like a ridiculous thing as saying the next time I'm not going to get triggered the next time I'm going to be the adult and I'm not going to let my parts take over 
saying that to your partner and to yourself is so ridiculous and so like okay it's so childish that your partner has every right to laugh at you and say yeah i don't think so i think you're i think you have no idea what you're talking about and then say they could say they'll probably say to you you're acting like a child you're talking like a child go away you need to process and of course as the adult who's triggered you're going to get angry because you're going to go how can you not believe me how can you not think and agree with me but because you're triggered and you're you know you're feeling as a child and the child parts are obviously in control of course you're not going to be able to see the reality of this that your child parts are are in control of course the child parts are going to be defensive and they're going to be ridiculous they're going to be children right they're going to say out loud that how can you not agree with me this isn't fair why are you being mean why are you saying such stupid things why can't you see that that i'm going to do this like i i've had that situation so many times in my past and not realized in the moment the reality of my situation. Like, I honestly would think that I was the adult. And I would believe it. You know, I, I'd be very adamant, too, that I was the adult. And she'd get so upset at me because she could see, she could totally tell that I'm triggered with my parts. And she'd be looking at me and she'd just... The, the look in her face was just of like anger and just disbelief going you got to be kidding me you honestly think that you're they're the adult right now and if i could record myself and play it back once i am actually not triggered anymore and i've grounded and i'm i am really the adult i would obviously see just that she's telling the truth and that she was right it's just you don't have the ability to see it in real time. And that's kind of the steps that you're, you're working towards is knowing in real time that you are triggered. You are blended with your child parts. It's a, it is very difficult for a lot of us who are in still early stages of healing and really believing and honestly thinking that you are the adult when your reality is is that you are you are blended and your child parts are online and they're actually the ones talking and behaving that's that's a that's a big struggle for me and there are still times today where i have that problem where i really do think i am the adult and i am saying adult like things to my partner and i'm an, and the reality is that isn't the truth that it's the parts that are actually doing the conversation. And I'm struggling to see that. And that's that's the biggest problem right now is struggling to understand that the child parts are actually in control and it's not the adult, despite the adult being very adamant that he is the one in control. Now, I a lot of you guys out there are going to and have likely experienced very similar or the exact situation many times where you really do think that you are the adult but you're saying things and your actions and behaviors are clearly to anybody else in the room especially if it's your partner are pretty clear that it is not an adult behavior but because you're so blended with your system that you're not going to see it
it's the truth. I hate to say it. I'm sorry, guys. I, I realize some of you might not believe me. I get that. But if you really take a moment and you step back and you ground and you unblend from your system and then you think about this, you're going to see that, that that is true, that that is the reality in the moment. And once you can accept that and you can go forward from there and you can work with your system and update them so that they can trust you more, you're going to notice at some point this is occurring and then you're going to be able to do the right thing and you're going to be able to to take care of this before it gets out of hand. It's a lot of work. It's hard. It's difficult. And trusting yourself and trusting others when they say what is happening and the reality of it is a very, very difficult thing to do. I get it. I am, I've been there many times. I understand what you're going through. It's tough, I know, but we can do it. We can get there. It's just going to take a lot of effort and a lot of work and is going to, you're going to have setbacks, but those moments where you make progress and that feeling that you get, that amazing feeling of, hey, this felt good. I did this. It, it, I can see now. I understand. It's such a good feeling. It's such an amazing sensation in your body, both physically and mentally. It's such an amazing feeling to experience. If you can get there, you're, you're on your way to healing. You're getting there. You're making progress. This is what you want. This is, this is, this is the steps that you're taking to get closer to healing from your, from your triggers and becoming the adult in a, in a regular basis when, when things are tough and when you're feeling, you're feeling anxious or triggered. This is where you want to be. This is how but the work ahead of you and all that tough work and all that processing and updating your system and learning to trust, like learning for your, have your parts to learn to trust you in these moments is the hard work. And that's where you need to get to. And I know that it's tough. You will get there if you stick with it and you, and you learn to, to trust others and you learn to realize that what is happening isn't necessarily reality. If you can get there, you're on your way to healing and you're going to get better and it will work. But you just have to keep at it and stay strong. Be tough, but be open-minded and be ready to, to receive the criticism and, and also to be critiqued by your partner or by whoever, even if it's your therapist. The longer you can get there, like, sorry, not the longer, the, the faster you can get there, the better you're going to be. And it will take some time. I know. I know. It, you're, you're going to be okay, guys and girls. It's just, it's going to be some work. You will get there, okay? But trust me, it's not an easy thing. It takes time and it takes hard work and it does it real it does mean that you're going to have setbacks and you're going to have to regroup and try again and sometimes you may just have to think rethink what are you doing is this working are you needing to change up your your pattern or your methods like 
you have to be open to the fact that you you will fail. Like nobody, when they're dealing with their trauma and they're trying to do their work and heal, nobody ever gets it right the first time. Nobody ever heals that first try. That's just not realistic and it doesn't happen. So you have to know and you have to understand and face the reality that in order to heal and get where you want to be, you're going to have to fail. You're going to have to face the reality that failing is part of this healing process. Just know that it's coming. Don't set false or unrealistic expectations because you're, you're just going to set yourself up for failure and you're going to set yourself up for getting triggered and hurting your parts and delaying your progress. It's tough. I feel for you. I understand and I emphasize, empathize with you. I know that it's not an easy thing to do, but you can do it. Just stay strong. Believe in yourself. Believe in the process. You will get there. You are capable. All right, that's it. That's today's episode. I hope that this was really helpful for you. I hope was it, it was informative. If you're finding these episodes to be helpful and are, and are really doing you a good amount of uh, assistance in your work, then become a subscriber. Have early access to the episodes. All the new episodes, if you are a subscriber, you get early access to. Plus, you get access to bonus material that is only available to people who subscribe. It's really inexpensive. And it's only for people in the US and Canada. It is $1.49. You get a seven-day free trial. And then it's a month-to-month. Or you can pay $13.99 and get yourself a year's worth of subscription up front and it automatically renews and but you do have a seven-day trial there's plenty of bonus material out there that is very informative and very helpful so subscribe it's on apple podcasts and i think it would be really beneficial um you get stuff that is not normally talked about in free episodes for available to everybody. So check it out. If you want to contact me, if you have any suggestions or questions, or you want to comment on an episode that you've just listened to, there are a number of ways you can contact me. You can talk to me on Twitter. My handle is at ADHD and CPTSD. You can email me. My address is livingwithadhdandcptsd at gmail.com. You can go to my website. It's www.livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. If you want to donate, if you think that it would be very like informative and you can donate, go to ko-fi.com. That's ko-fi.com slash livingwithadhdandcptsd. All right, everybody, I've got some interesting news before I go, and I've got a couple special guests that are psychologists, that their specialty is CPTSD, 
they are going to be coming on my show in the next couple weeks and you probably know them uh, if you go to YouTube and you are watching videos I'm sure you are aware of these people um, one of the pe one of them that I have received a, a message from and has agreed to come on my show is she's an amazing person and I'm really looking forward to this her name is Allison joy and she's one of these um, psychologists or experts on YouTube who has been doing uh, a lot of related shows and episodes towards CPTSD and trauma and healing and she's gonna be a special guest on my podcast so I really hope you tune in for that one tell others about it uh, if you want to introduce somebody who you believe could use some help regarding their trauma, then tell them about this upcoming episode and have them um, follow me and they'll be able to listen to it when it comes out, which should be in a couple weeks. There you go. All right, everybody. I shall talk to you next week. Have a great week and weekend and enjoy the sun. Bye, everyone.